Hey, welcome to Capture Culture, where worlds collide, creatives thrive, and the beat never dies. We're your hosts. That's Adam. Hi, guy. I'm Alex, coming fresh with a mic check and thanking you for the time you're about to invest. Yeah, yeah. and we got to thank Alexis today for joining us. What's up, Alexis? Hello, ladies and gents. Thanks for bringing me on tonight. Of course. Sincere thank you. I mean, I got to thank you. I know you're giving up the Kardashian show the premiere yeah here to be here with us so thank you yeah big sacrifices so you're welcome for being here because that's where my mind is but (laughs) i'll give my all tonight yeah (laughs) well i'm just kidding yeah well you know i know we're all music fans so i mean the the point of this episode is we're going to be talking about the best shows we've seen the shows we want to see it's springtime, summertime, so this is the time of the year where, you know, everyone's dropping some good music and new music and all the festivals are coming and the excitement of just being outside amongst people and, and partying and having fun and enjoying those good vibes. It's that time of year, so it just got me thinking to just being at a show. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've never been to a festival, so I'm still super jealous of everybody that has been to one and is going to one. And uh, I'm overdue for a concert since COVID's happened. So, yeah, living vicariously through everybody out there going to shows right now. I know. I know. And Coachella's coming up. So, definitely. I've never crowd surfed. Like, I want to be out there crowd surfing. You know what I mean? I might even mosh a little bit. I don't know. But we'll we'll (laughs) see. Uh, Are you uh, sure? Was that back? I don't know. I do got a bad back. I, I probably should I think know. about that. You know, when the music hits and the rhythm hits you, it just takes over your whole <laughs> mind, body. body, and soul. <laughs> yeah. And you just start doing things. So I don't know. Yeah, man. I, I have to fool at festivals. I definitely become a different I would person. too. It's, uh, I think I would. <laughs> Adam is no longer there. You know, I'm, I'm a different character. Right. I'm a different being altogether. Um, I'm I'm actually getting ready to go uh, to a festival August sixth through the ninth um, in Ohio. Um, wow! Yeah, and it's gonna be dope. It's uh, Ohio. The gathering of the Juggalos. Damn! You know? Wow, that's a commitment uh, nice. going out there. Yeah, this is my I think my sixth my sixth time I'm going to this one. So uh, wow, it's it's definitely chaotic and lovely and. It's the time of my life. I love it every year. So, yeah. the gathering cool. of the juggalos, like that That's sounds right. like a, it sounds like holiday. a holiday. Sounds like a holiday. I feel like they're going to storm. The gathering. The <laughs> right. I feel like they would storm the Capitol. I feel no. like that guy that did storm the Capitol is probably at that juggalo show. <laughs> oh my me. god! But, but no, 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 no. Juggalos are loving. You know, you know, very loving people. They're all about music and just being together and it's honestly what it is is it's a reunion of people that i've been going to concerts with for the last 15 years i've been seeing all these people at these shows that i go to and now i you know when i see them at the show we know each other and you know we're all singing the same songs you know we sing along sing all the lyrics to the songs and it's just dope it's a great experience man just like that's uh, really cool that's yeah it is awesome it's the community you know Right. Exactly. I was going to say that. I mean, that's what's cool about live shows and music is you just build that community. And it's uh, it's like an understanding. Everyone's it's there. It's the culture. 
It's the culture. It's the it's culture, culture for sure. Right. Exactly. Yeah, Good man. Culture. So, it, you know, there's a lot of acts I haven't seen still. So I want to know what, what you guys think, what acts you guys are looking forward to seeing, who's who's on that bucket list. Um, I'll set it off. I'll start with one act. They, they won some Grammys. I want to say uh, Silk Sonic. Silk yeah. Sonic. Silk Sonic. I see them too. They just got the funk. They got the groove. They got the charisma. The vibe. It's just, I mean, Anderson Pac alone, I would want to see. That guy's like, he's just a music. character. He's just music. Right? Like, uh, he's soul. He's one of those guys. You say he's soul. He is soul. But he's, I feel like also, he doesn't have that genre. There's few artists right. where you don't, you don't know where to put him in a genre. And he almost fits in that. Like, I don't know exactly where he goes. He's just funky soul. Adam, you don't know who Silk Sonic is? No, uh, I know who Anderson Pac is, but Silk Sonic, I, I imagine it's a group, a super group that he's doing. It must be. It is. Like that. Bruno Mars. Oh, Bruno, Bruno Mars, Mars oh. and Anderson Pac. They got oh. a residency at Caesars Palace currently. Okay. And yeah, I've heard nothing but amazing things about their performance. The just authenticity of the whole show right. is 10 out of 10. So I would love to see them. Uh, I'm not a fan of either of uh, those guys, but um, <laughs> you're not a fan I mean, of Anderson Pac for real. I mean, you know, I can't tell you that I've sat here and listened to his discography. I know I've, I've heard a few songs. Wow. That, you know, I'm, I'm we'll send you some. We'll send you yeah. some. Right. You know, send we'll send you some good stuff. Drop me the link. Yeah. But uh, Bruno Mars, though, I imagine, I imagine he kind of ev- elevates Anderson Pac to a, a certain level of, you know, because Bruno Mars has got that uh, mainstream. Plot. You know, he's yeah. mainstream. Yeah. Right. He could dance. He's one of those guys he could do it all, right? He's just an entertainer. I would call Bruno Mars like an entertainer. He just, he kind of does it yeah. all. I'm not like necessarily a big Bruno Mars fan, but when you hear them together and like the soul they bring and the, their music videos are funny and they're fire. And uh, you got me on that one song, Alexis. Smoking out the window. Yeah. They're, they're a very harmonious pair, in my opinion. And I think Bruno definitely gave Anderson that spotlight with his mainstream sounds and all that stuff. He just, I think Anderson has been underrated for many years and Bruno definitely just brought him into the spotlight of his talent. And they are very, a great duo in my opinion. So I would love to see them live. They're fire. They're on my list. What about you guys? What you think? Well, as far as like on my list of bands that I want to see or bands that I've seen or bands that I'm so a band that I've seen before, but I'd love to see again is uh, the one and only Bone Thugs and Harmony. The full, the full lineup, you know, with crazy, lazy, busy, wish, <laughs> not wish, maybe not wish, but you know. Bone Thugs are dope, man. Bone thugs Did you go with, were, were you with me when I went and saw them? Yeah, man. I've seen them. I've the seen them multiple times. Yeah, I've yeah. seen them. Yeah, they're they're dope. They definitely. What's cool about Bone is they sound exactly like they do on record. They sound like really. That. They sound like that live. They don't skip yeah. a beat. And in a in an era, yep. In an era today where so many people play their music in the background and rap over their songs, like that happens a lot. And I'm like deterred from rap performances right now because a lot of people do that. 
these guys put the beat on and just rap and they don't miss a lyric right like they are just on point old school with it uh that's impressive yeah, oh, bone thugs is dope bone thugs definitely fire what about you alexis what what's on your list so many artists honestly but i think first that comes to mind that i have high hopes in would be uh brent i'm gonna say it wrong brent fayaz fayaz oh okay he's an he's r&b uh kind of new on the scene but i just think r&b shows are so intimate and you can really connect and vibe and it's not like those big stadium shows that you kind of feel that disconnection because you're so far from them, yeah. in my opinion. And uh, yeah, he's just somebody, I think he has an amazing voice and he's not like your average artist that you hear on the radio. Interesting. Like I was going to say, I, I heard that name and I know that name. I don't know. What song does he sing? Do you know? Is there, is there uh, a song? I want to say he's had a song with Goldlink, so he's oh, kind of okay. like that underground R and B. I don't have my phone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's all good. You know, I noticed when I started going to R and B shows with you, we've been to a couple that I was actually digging them a lot. I was digging them a lot, uh, like that that intimacy and that personal connection you make with them and that vibe that you get, especially if you have someone you love on there. It's awesome. You just put the joint up. Chill back, relax, yes. and listen to that R&B vibe for sure. You know, when I was thinking of acts I want to see, surprisingly, most of them weren't hip hop, like acts that I haven't seen yet. But I do I do have hip hop acts that I still have to see. Um, like one of them actually is Tyler, Tyler, the creator. I got yeah. I got to go see Tyler, the creator. I would love to see him, too. That fool I fucking agree. kills it. He kills it. He's he's just got. He's, he's a performer. All, he's a performer for sure. And he's got that skill set where even he is admittedly said he hates being put into a genre. Like when he won the Grammy, I think they called it like urban rap or something. And he's like, yeah, I think urban's just another way to say ninja. You know what I mean? You know, you catch my like, he's like, I think that's all like, he's like, this is, this is like cool, but I'm, this is like a backhanded Grammy almost that you would put that label on it. And that's yeah. why I love him so much. He's got all kinds true. of sounds. It's true, though. He's right. You know, he's uh, watching his interviews. You know, he's a pretty smart guy, you know, for the yes. type of if you watch his videos, too, you, it kind of comes across as well. that He's very like intellectual, you know, in his right. just eating roaches, you know, like that's a, that's a crazy thing to do. I mean, off the top of my head, I don't know who had a better introduction video to everybody other than Yonkers when he came out with Yonkers. And he, I mean, he hangs himself at the end and his foot's twitching with the bee and his eyes are crazy and shit. And it's just so that video, that song. It's so crazy. captivating. Yeah, captivating. very. He very. like had us all captivated right off the bat. And that was like the introduction yeah. to his career. And uh, yeah, man, I haven't seen any odd future Wolfgang members. I'd love to see Tyler as far as rappers go. Him and Jack Harlow at the top of my list. Yeah, I, I wish. Uh, I mean, somebody that I want to see is uh, Russ. I feel like I've been listening to the music for a long time, and I've never seen his live performance. And that's a MC that I'd like to to catch a live show. He seems I, like he'd be dope. 
he seems like I agree be fire i love those rappers that have sounds from different genres all the time and he like infuses that too he has a very like versatile sound there's so many different sounds you're going to get with russ and the fact that he could rhyme too like he's a rapper's rapper like he really does commit to being a lyricist as well russ is russ was on my list i would love to go see russ too i agree i can see him being a really good performer and really put on a, a quality show right he says people hate on him a lot. Is that, oh, I he mean, catches right? He it's says why? He has, he's a, yeah, I, I don't know if he's, is he white? Is he mixed? I don't he's know. he's a white rapper? Maybe. I and I know he's indie. I think he's like as indie as they come, right? I don't know if he's signed to a label or anything. I think, you know, he's doing it on his own. Yeah, he, he prides himself on being independent and completely independent. That's what I kind of like about him a lot, that he's very... DIY, you know, he did it himself, and uh, he doesn't need anybody else to get off. Of it, so you gotta respect that. So is he signed to, to anyone? No, 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 himself. Look, wow, you no, know, it's all him. He, he, it's in his lyrics, you know. He says it in his lyrics. Right. It's, it's how he flexes. Um, you know, uh, another uh, MC that's got an amazing live performance, uh, and he's very. Completely underrated is uh, Tech Nine. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Tech Nine live, but uh, never seen uh, Tech. An amazing show. Amazing. Tech Nine is one of the dopest MCs out there today. Still doing it, touring like two hundred. I mean, days out of the year. I'd imagine been around Tech, a while. Long mm-hmm. time. Long time. I'd imagine a lot of like flashy lights, theatrics, right. maybe flames in the background. Can you like tell us about a Tech Nine show? Like, what can you expect when you go to a Tech Nine show? Pretty much everyone there's got the Tech Nine shirt on. You know what I'm saying? Everyone there's kind of uh, is a technician would consider themselves a technician. You know, and uh, okay, that's what you call Tech Nine. That's a followers tech nine fan, right? Uh, also, it's another show where you a lot of people know all the lyrics as well, you know, because it's all they kind of listen to. And, uh, yeah, flashy lights, a lot of red, a lot of uh, him and Chris Calico going back and forth, a lot of uh, choreography, it's called, I believe, it's called, or, yeah. you know, just dance moves. They're doing, they're doing right. fucking yeah. dance moves. And right. it's, but it's but, awesome, but they're synchronized with their dance right. moves, what you're right. saying. You know, okay. and they'll pull up, they <laughs> do. I wouldn't picture Tech 9 synchronized dancer, him man. And Chris That's kind of... <laughs> Him and Chris Calico, yeah. it's awesome, you know, and uh, he, they'll pull up uh, the, the girls off from the stage and like sing uh, like a, a love song to a girl in her face, you know what I'm saying? Like Chris Calico will. Um, wow. And I want to hold awesome. up, hold up. I want to stay on this synchronized Tech Nine dance yeah, yeah, because yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm really trying to picture it. Like, can you describe? Like, it, it, it's not like backboard back. No, back no, no, no. But it's dancing. like they, they'll jump out. Like, you know, he'll jump out. Okay, he'll jump out. He'll jump out. Like. You. You know, like they got a back and forth going on. Man, yeah, they 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 they've been doing it. They do it multiple times a night, you know, a year. You know, this show. <laughs> no, no, no. They've got to have some cool moves. You know, I imagine like these cool moves are synchronized. You know, and they do it on cue during certain songs. So that's right. therefore it's choreography. So it works. You know, so I got a I got a great story to tell based mm-hmm. on like you say they did it every night, right? They know each other real real well, right? So back in the day, I used to rap, believe it or not. I used to do shows, and I, it, shows are fun to prepare for. I think that's something I miss, just preparing for shows. But the point of the story is me and my homie, Mike, we used to make music. We were called the Shadow Prophets back in the day. 
And you know how crazy I am, guys. Both of you guys know I'm like on it. I got to prep. I got to practice. We probably did like 15, 20 like rehearsal shows to the point where he knew all my lyrics, right? So we do our first show and I'm so hyped. I'm like yelling. I'm screaming. I'm hyped. I'm pumping the crowd up. And after one song, I lose my voice. After one song, I lose my entire voice. And we got a whole set to do. And I'm like, fuck, man. Like, I waited months for this moment and my voice is gone. There's nothing you could do. If you lose your voice, there's nothing you could do. You can't mentally tap into the Zen place and get your voice back. Was it your voice was shot or you weren't making Yeah, it cracks. It cracks. It was very soft. So Mike me and Mike rehearsed so much that he knew my lyrics. So he just helped uh, rap over me as I was rapping. I miss that guy. So yeah, Mike. Yeah. So <laughs> shadow prophets. Yeah. So he rapped my entire, he helped me out so big. So what did you do yeah. then while he's rapping you? Well, I still had to give you, I still had to give you the theatrics, right? So my hands were still in the air doing the hip hop <laughs> thing. Um, I was still like acting, engaging in the thinking? fans, but what are you thinking? I mean, time? he, he carried the show. He carried the show. Wow. So shout out to Ion. That was his rap name. Intelligent Oral Nemesis. Intelligent Oral Nemesis. That's shout out to Ion. I was so a checkmate. That, if- <laughs> that story actually reminds me of the time um, when I was in itself, 33 Grace, and uh, we were just local kind of playing bars and stuff like that. One time we are playing this bar, um, and it was an important show because it was at an important venue. I can't remember the name of it now. Me and the band, well, I drank so much because of being so nervous. And I just drank and drank and drank. And, awesome. and man, got up on that stage and it was horrible. You know, I was cussing, you know, like cussing. Did you vomit? Did you no, vomit? No, but I was, I, you know, I had got winded after the first song, you know, because I was jumping around and I got winded. And I was just sloppily just sloppy you know and cussing in front of parents saying like suck my dick <laughs> oh my god <laughs> not, nice, not, i know right <laughs> i know there's parents there and it's just not cool and then i saw a video of it i still have the video and <laughs> i want to see that oh it's a horrible video man it's just, you're really uh, trying to go for that grunge band feel by like just man, swearing at know, parents we were, and we, we were rock stars you know we weren't definitely weren't you know, it's, nice it's a good time. alexis you Alexis, you ever been in a band? Have you ever been a background singer or a background dancer or karaoke? That's a negative. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, you know, just just been in the crowd. Nothing. If you had to do a karaoke song for like a room full of people, right? Well, what song are you gonna pick? What karaoke song? You know, it'd probably be a Britney Spears song because I know all the words to quite a few of them. Quite a few of them. I'll allow you to do it. Only if I could get on the mic first and say it's Britney, bitch. And then... (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I'm gonna do that song though, but you can can, like start with that. (laughs) What song would it be though? I'm thinking, oops, I did it again. <laughs> That's a classic. I know all the words, all of it. What about you, Alex? So. What, if you had to do some uh, karaoke in front of a group of people, what song would yeah. you Oh, man. Uh, you know what? I'd probably, 
You know, if I could sing, I would do. This is gonna shock you guys. You guys ready for this? This is not. I'm wearing a Wu Tang hat, and I'm about to about to come with a with a completely out of left field song. <laughs> it's such a great song. It really speaks to my soul. It's like in my rotation right now. It's an older song, but I, I like love it, and it puts me in that zone and in that mood. It's Tennessee whiskey. What? I was Tennessee whiskey. I love that song. How's it going? I love. I love that karaoke. song. I don't even know all the lyrics to it. I don't. I'm, I wouldn't sing that song because I know the lyrics. I would. I would be reading off the prompt prompter, but I would try to sing a song. I'll sing Tennessee whiskey. How's that song though? For some reason, I can't. As sweet Tennessee, Tennessee whiskey. Right. <laughs> It's a it's a great song. You know, I saw a video went viral like I think years ago of uh, a dad singing it to a girl. And the girl was filming her dad and she like loved her dad so much and he was singing to his girl and it was like such a sweet little video that it made me look up the song and then I was like, man, this song is cool. Like this song really is like sentimental. It's good. It's a well done song. So what was that video with the rock in it? Was the rock was singing that song two stars or something? I don't know, man, but The Rock's been in, uh, he was in the Tech Nine song, wasn't he? Wasn't he just recently? Yeah, the, on I, think, a Tech I think it was Tech Nine song, right. That was, uh, or no, it was a rock song that Tech Nine was on. Okay, okay. But The Rock is, every, is awesome, man. He can do everything. You know, we're, talk, we're talking about live show. He is. He isn't all you can, all you can do yeah. a guy. Being, uh, you know, I watched WWF back in the day when it was WWF. And that's when The Rock was running shit. When he had the guitar, so... too. Like, he was, like, doing his yeah. little yeah. Rock sing, had, Rocky like, sing-alongs. You know what I'm saying? The leather chucks are... and all that stuff. Yeah. And to see where he's come, he's come, like, so far. Like, the guy could, could run for president. I could, oh, yeah. I could feel The Rock run oh, for yeah. president years from now. But uh, the loudest I've ever heard in an arena. I've been to Game 7 Lakers Rockets years ago. I've been to a Game 7 NBA game. I've been to various shows, various concerts. The loudest I've ever heard an arena get was when The Rock was introduced at a wrestling show. And it was a surprise performance by The Rock. Like, no one was expecting him. He was doing his Hollywood thing. And you hear The Rock's music and, like, popcorn's flying out of the air. You can't even hear your thoughts. I swear to God, the arena is shaking I have never heard – I thought I was going to lose my hearing. I've never heard anything like for when The Rock came out to, if you smell – oh, my God. <laughs> huge. It was huge. It was so big. Yo, his – The Rock has definitely <laughs> have, has that stage presence, that, that aura of, of look at me, you know? With, yeah. Which sure. another person that has that same kind of – Aura, that vibe, right? Where you can't not look at him would be XXX Temptation. You know, unfortunately, he's not with us, but he is uh, yeah. definitely like I watch videos of his live performances, and and he's just standing there in front of crowds of people, a sea of people. They're all singing the lyrics back to him, and he's just like yeah. pointing them out and in there with them, in the pit there with them. And I think he's definitely got that. Uh, you know, he's just. I wish I could have seen him live. Yeah, he seems crazy. He's intense. You know who would maybe remind me of him that if you want to get a little piece of him would be Lil Uzi. I'd say probably go check out a Lil Uzi show. I've Because I've seen Lil Uzi clips. I'm not a big Lil Uzi fan, but I've seen clips of him performing, and that, that motherfucker goes hard. That guy goes hard. Yeah, these, these, kids, these kids nowadays, these like 
these rapper kids nowadays, SoundCloud rappers. Yeah. They have some killer beats, man. And, and somebody like Travis Scott, you know, where their live performance is so immense and so kind of intense that people are passing away. And Travis Let's Scott. That was right. ugly. That was an ugly situation. Astro World, like right. Well, I think know, I think that whole mess could have been avoided, man. And let know, me tell you, we're, we're we're on the we're on the we're on the we're talking about live performances and artists. I do gotta say, like me and Alexis have seen Travis Scott. He was semi a disappointment live. Oh, he was really. He was a semi dis because it's all auto tune. Okay, so right? that's why you're disappointed right, in this performance. Can you speak to that? Yeah, like. We, I mean, we were pretty far from the stage, but he had this very theatrical stage with like a big bird and he was on top of the bird, but it was very, uh, it was weird. As you said, it was very weird. It was robotic. It was staged. It was not authentic. And like, so it was just, uh, it was was good. So the bird was cool in the beginning. To give you an idea, it's literally like this huge bird that Travis Scott had to get strapped into because this bird would literally levitate and it would lift, right? And it's cool, right? But he he ends up doing like 80% of his set on this bird. And by doing that, it takes away from the energy that Travis Scott would bring to the table because he was stationary. And then on top of it, all the songs were auto-tuned, like – highly auto-tuned which i know when you listen to him record like you hear it i shouldn't have been surprised but just like to see it live it's like a whole other disappointment yeah to see it live yeah you know and that show you're talking about he was opening for kendrick lamar so maybe his set has changed from then but you know not, yeah we were we left disappointed and then when i heard about Astro World, man i wasn't surprised i wasn't surprised that something like that happened because i feel like that's been building up that's been you building know, up it yeah where, where travis scott came from you know you know travis scott kind of made him like willed himself into fame you know like he just faked all his um followers and shit like that and, and kind of faked it till you oh yeah man like his that's he came out of nowhere right he came out of nowhere he's the biggest fucking star ever you know and he uh if you watch uh like the documentaries about him, he, he pretty much saw kanye west and was like I want to be like Kanye West, and he was just imitated what Kanye did, and and started. Uh, and he talked to Kanye's producer on Twitter, and it was just super easy to get a hold of Kanye's producer. Kanye's producer started working with him immediately, like on his first album, you know. And next thing you know, he's fucking Travis Scott. That's crazy. I mean, he's sick. Don't get me wrong. I'm a big big fan of his. I love I love his music. But when I saw him live, it was disappointing. And then Astro World, man, I just didn't know why there was a little kid there. I know the little kid was yeah. with his dad, but like, why the fuck would you have a little kid, right? I mean, are we pretending to just like disregard the content, the subject matter of his music? You know what I mean? Like, why would you ever let a little kid yeah, go to a Travis Scott? They sell tickets to little kids. It shouldn't have money. been all ages. Money. It should not have been yeah. all ages well, at all. I think going. I think going forward, they're going to fix that, and they're going to know that because. Majority of let me, let me, is under 21, under 18. Let so. me, one of my favorite songs on his album, Don Tolliver sings the lyric, but this is a Travis Scott song. Uh, what does he say? He says, smoking on the weed, I'm on the alcohol. I had two girls suck me off. <laughs> like, 
uh, you know, you know the lyrics. You know what I'm talking about? Can't say or can't. That's the song. Yeah, yeah. That's just like a glimpse of you know the content he's mm-hmm. making in his music. Like he's talking about sucking off alcohol and drugs. He, he's very dark. Yeah. He yeah. tries to say in his interviews that he is a spiritual, God fearing guy, and that could be the case. But to be honest, his music is very dark and very devilish. Like let's just uh, let's just tweets, call it. Even- Let's just call it what it is. You know what I mean? It's a very dark place to be. When you listen to his music, I'm a spiritual person. But when I put Travis Scott on, I'm probably drinking. I'm probably on one. I'm having a good time. You know what I mean? I'm 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 feeding my dark side. I'm feeding my dark side. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna feed my dark side a little bit. So I would never I would never take a kid to that show. That's really where they fucked up. I mean, a lot of people got hurt and died, but you know, it's so sad. Imagine being that dad. Imagine being that dad. You come to in the hospital and your son's dead. And he was with you. You're his caretaker. But his dad, I mean, his dad's one versus thousands. There's nothing his dad could do. You know what I mean? So crazy. Tragic situation. Very. Tragic situation. And, you know, I think hopefully, you know, we don't get any more of that during festival season right now. I think a lot of people are going to be on guard. Have you ever yeah. been in, in a crowd like that where you felt kind of overheated and that you need to get out? Oh, yeah. So. No. No, I mean, a couple of times at the observatory in Orange County, that was, you know, all of our spots. We've seen so many good shows there. It gets pretty cramped up there. And I I know there was like a walk of there was a walk of flock of show there. I remember someone got stabbed and it was close quarters. It was pretty crazy. Um, And also when I went and saw Wu-Tang years ago, years ago, I went saw Wu-Tang. I've yeah, probably I've seen Wu-Tang numerous times, but years ago, years ago. For Rock the Bells, it was like when Rock the Bells first came out, it was Wu-Tang's first appearance, I think, in nine years, right? And it was indoor. I don't know. They learned their lesson because they didn't do it indoor after that. But it was indoor, and people were passing out left and right because everyone was cramming up to the front of the stage. My homeboy had this dope bomber jacket on, like dope jacket on, and he fell down. And when he got back up, someone had took his jacket. It was gone. It was gone. gone. But he had passed out and he had to go outside. And it was almost a similar situation where people broke down fences to get in. And it was overcrowded. And Sway was there from Sway in the Universe. That's that guy's just like a hip hop icon. People should give Sway his flowers. He's been he's been in the game forever. But he was there. Sway. You don't have the answer, Sway. Uh but that night he did because he got people to back up. He got people to back up. He was like, yo, Wu-Tang's not coming out. You guys need to back the fuck up. And that's why, you know, when Travis Scott went through his shit, I've been at shows where they do not continue the show unless people spread the fuck out. You know what I mean? So I do think that night could have been prevented. I do. Yeah, I think but, uh, Travis Scott, you know, feeds off of that chaotic energy. You know? Yeah. Yeah, he, he promotes it. Right, it's exactly. a sketchy situation, man. He I can never be. To break. He tells people to break into the show. Exactly. Fucking, Come on in, you know what I'm saying? Like, hop the fence. I mean, and that's that's what kids these days they want to hear that shit. At the same time, though, he is the adult in the fucking room. No matter what, he is an adult. And it, he's kind of he knows his, his audience is all. They're all. They biased. all look up to him. Right. Yeah. They do. Yeah. yeah. In, in a fanatical way, you know, in a fanatical way. And it's kind of very, he's got a lot of power, you know, at his, at his fingertips and exactly. with great power, you know, like Spider-Man, yeah, great responsibility. That, uh, uncle says, you know, 
So you know, you know who else rages? You know who else rages? This was one of my most surprised performances I've ever seen live. I went to the show with you, Adam, and I knew this rapper, and I was a fan okay. of this rapper, but I became even a bigger fan after, Let me guess. after, after I saw him. Go ahead, M go ahead. Go ahead. Is it MGK? It's MGK, Machine yeah, MGK, Gun Kelly. Right. Lace up, right? Like he had before I get before thing. I get it before I get into it. I'm happy to see him blow up now and be the star that he is. But it's almost comical that he's doing it off garbage ass music because yeah. it is garbage ass music. If he this wasn't the number banging, one album in the world right now, if he wasn't banging Megan Fox, he would be nobody. Okay, but no, it's the, he's got the number one album in the world, bro. Yeah, I know, I know. So that's why I say I'm happy for him. He seems to be living this great life. I heard yeah. he likes buttholes. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. Yeah, man, I heard he likes to drink blood too. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you heard all the above. From where? From where, from where did you hear this? Where? <laughs> what are your sources on this? Look, it was on a MG podcast. Oh, okay. Well, now somebody heard it on this podcast. But I think MGK is an awesome MC. Like an incredible. He's got incredible energy about a rebel energy, you know, and that's why I think he fits with this punk rock kind of thing. But at the same time, I feel like he's left. You kind of gave hip hop the finger. I was like, "Fuck off!" You nah. know, like I'm done with you. Well, you know Gone what happens? Yeah. Alternative. He's alternative. Definitely like pop alternative. Even yeah. I call it garbage. It should be filed under garbage because the music is absolute garbage. Okay, but I'm happy for you, MGK. I'm happy for you because you were a sick ass fucking rapper. Okay, you were a sick ass fucking rapper, and you let the Eminem beef somehow end your rap career. Which added Eminem's like battle legacy. And you know, Eminem didn't even like dominate that battle. He came out with a God song. He called MGK a mumble rapper, and MGK is not even a mumble rapper. And uh, he didn't even win the battle. But the, I think the problem is MGK, a lot of his fans were Eminem fans too. So it's like, you know, you pick Eminem's side just because, you know, Eminem is. Cancels out. <laughs> yeah. I I did, but I, honestly, let's get let's get to the live show. I mean, he was a great live show. This guy oh, was yeah. a great jumping live show. off he balconies, was... like jumping off the balcony, dude, like over our heads. Like, what is this guy doing? Right. You know? Like climbing the fucking stadium walls and like rapping from the stadium walls. He right. was rapping every lyric, right. right? He had the live band with him, which I'm sure is still with him. But his drummer is sick as fuck. His drummer got skilled, and I was like, Is it Travis Barker? It like a look alike. It's not it's now not, he has Travis Barker. He probably no, does now it, have Travis Barker. It yeah. definitely had that punk rock vibe, but a hip hop feel. Like it was it was a punk rock show, but it was a hip hop. Like there was a bunch of dudes like standing around on stage, you know, but it was a, like a punk show, you know? And it was not, it was. It, it just is very cool. Punk rap. <laughs> there were mostly like white boys Different. in the audience, but there were, you know, there was mixed race, but you know, he had he came to that. Doesn't no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but those people were at the time relating to him. You know what I mean? Because let's face it, for whatever reason, his rap career didn't take off the way it should because he really is right. he really is talented. He really was like a really good rapper. The fact that and, Eminem responded to him is, is enough of you know, his rap career is enough. So well, Eminem's, you know why Eminem responded? It was, it was over his daughter. That's why. Yeah. You can't you can't, MGK can't did, be like, no. I'm a big fan of yours and then talk about wanting to bang your daughter. Like that, you know, Eminem had the right to be like, what the fuck? Don't tell me you're a fan oh. of me. And yeah, then you want to, and then you're talking about, the fact, that he's on Eminem's about. the fact that he's on Eminem's I didn't know that. at all. You know, that Eminem yeah, even he, knows who he is. No. You know, that's, but that's why, Eminem, 
That's why Eminem knew it. But Eminem called him a mumble rapper, so clearly Eminem didn't listen to his raps, right? But, uh, yeah, but you, okay, so Alexis, you mentioned Travis Barker. That's actually, I would love to see Blink-182 live. I would have loved to see them in the 90s. <laughs> I don't know now how it would be, but yeah. I would yeah, have loved to see them in their prime yeah. In the nineties, maybe early two nice. thousands. Do they got beef? Do they do they have a falling out, or they just don't make music? No, they're just grown men. And I think, yeah, it's just maybe past their time. They might be still good, but they're on different bands. I, I think there's like Angels and Airwaves, one band. Travis Barker's like a different band. Travis Barker's all over the place, yeah. featuring drums and so yeah, many genres all, now. They're all, they're all doing different projects. Yeah, Not that they're uh, separated. They're just in, into different things. Like Tom, what's it, whatever his name is, like uh, super into aliens, and he's like all oh, this conspiracy theory type shit. What about yeah. Green Day? I would have loved. I would love to see Green Day again. So that was my first concert I've ever seen. I was 11 years old. That's a good concert. I mean, to, so be, to be to be your first to have Green Day as your. I mean, you know, they're they're iconic. Sure. Yep, I was in fourth grade and I was obsessed with Green Day, and my mom took me and I was I had the best time ever. But I was eleven years old, so I would love to see them as an adult and uh, relive all and that. Still, it was great. They're still a group. They're still a group, right? Yeah, like they, they're still they together. Still they go on tour and everything. When I hear that song, "Good Riddance," is that the song? Yeah, "Good Riddance," like time that's of like your the, life. Time of your life, that song gives me like goosebumps. You know, that's like one of those songs in life that is so nostalgic and takes you back to a certain place in life. Like, if I had a soundtrack to my life, that song would be part of just the soundtrack. Me, yeah, it just reminds it's me classic. of the, the, the series finale of every fucking sitcom. Out there, right? You know? <laughs> yeah. Song, you know? Seriously. They play it at like graduations and stuff right, like that. Right, they right, they right, do. Right. They play it at pivotal moments in your life where there's like emotion running through you. And the time of your life. The time of your life. I think that's one of the, you know, I'm going to go on the limb and say that's probably one of the best songs ever recorded. Oh, really? Ever, ever. Adam, I had you help me and Alexis with our wedding video. And with photo, I believe I picked that song. I picked that song to yeah. to play with like snippets of our photos and stuff like that. And yeah, that was that was a song. That's and, yep. and, and watching that video and making that slideshow, watching that over and over again. And while I was making it, that song was it does catch you, man. Like it, it does. does catch you. Like it does. It makes you that you lump feel, in your throat. <laughs> yeah, you know. And yep. and at your wedding, man, I thought it, it played out perfectly. I was like, man, it it hit the way you wanted it to hit. And it was just like, oh, yeah. One of the one of the best songs ever recorded, and one of the best groups of all time. I agree. Long longevity spe- goes a long way. Longevity goes a long way to do what you do and to have the following you have and to make quality music for so long. I was in fifth grade when these guys were making music. You know what I mean? I was in fifth fourth grade. I'm 36 years old. These guys still making music and still relevant. So, speaking, of mm-hmm. speaking of longevity, another band that I would like to see I haven't ever seen, um, and uh, and they're still making music out there is Metallica. I think going to a Metallica show would be I'd see Metallica. Incredible. Oh yeah, you know, even in, even today, like in their old age, I think it would still be an incredible show. Say it's still rock it. Yeah, they got energy for sure. They They've got been doing it for the last thirty some years. 
Yeah. And they're still releasing albums. It's, it's incredible. Right. That's awesome. What about you, Alexis? Who are you, used to, who are you trying to see? <laughs> uh, so like I said earlier, definitely Brent Fayaz. Um, other than that, I think one of my dreams still is Drake. Because <laughs> I love Drake. And I've heard he's an amazing performance, but I have not gotten the honor to be I there. Am, I am perplexed that you haven't seen Drake. I am I'm seriously baffled. Seriously baffled. <laughs> this, this, this woman loves Drake. She loves Drake. Obsessed. Obsessed. Obsessed with Drake. Since his first mixtape, like before his album, like obsessed. Degrassi Dave. Degrassi, whatever. Break two times, right? Have we seen Drake two times, or was it? Stop time? bragging! Stop bragging! Okay, no, I'm just, we've seen I'm Drake just once. We've seen that's Drake enough. once. That's enough. But props to Drake. He has so many hits. Like it felt like we've seen him twice. Yeah, it was right. a long show too. We have and, we have seen Drake, and this was years ago. This was when nothing was the same came out. So he's dropped so much more material since we've seen him, and that is crazy to think about because one thing I noticed with Drake is he had like I don't know five different outfit changes. Adam, right? He had a right? pause. He had a long pause in the show at one point, but during that pause, he kept playing songs of his and it was just like endless. It was like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, he's on, he's on this hit. And I'm like, oh my God, he's on this hit. And I'm like, oh shit, this is another hit. And he's not even performing those because he just has so many hits that he could perform. What I loved about that He's a fucking legend. He's a fucking legend. What I loved about that Drake show, he got up on the raptors of the, of the place, you know, and he's. We were, up, we were up pretty high, so now he's like eye level with us. And he's like looking at all the people like I now eye level, you know, and he's pointing everyone out and walking throughout the whole stage. Right. It was amazing. He had you know, a he had a circular walkway. Right. right that right. I wanna that I wanna say lit up and it Pretty lifted deep. from the stage. So he was suspended in air on this circular walkway. And he would walk around too. I don't know if you remember this. He was walking around and he was calling out people in certain exactly. sections. Right. And like rapping about what they were wearing or something like that. And, and, wow. crazy over it. and it was so, yeah. so dope. It was a great show. It was a long show too. Kanye West also opened up for Drake that show. Oh man. No, no, he did it. You're completely wrong about no, that. No, Drake opened for Kanye. You're, no. you're a hundred and twenty percent wrong. You're mixing it up. So what happened, you're, what you're talking about is Kendrick opening for uh, Kanye. Because right, right. you and I went to the Yeezus tour, which is his worst album, Kanye's worst album. But the show, <laughs> but the show was amazing. The show yeah, was like, like a movie. It's like a movie. So Kanye is my all-time favorite performer. Kanye's performance by far was the best performance I have ever seen live. If any of you guys get a chance to see Kanye live, do yourself a favor and get that ticket. And I guarantee you, you're going to have an experience. It was cinematic. It was like a Broadway show. It was so theatrical. There was buildup. There were music drops. Everything had like a purpose, right? He gave this motherfucker gave me goosebumps, like literal goosebumps. And I'm a spiritual person. And this this guy had me like looking up to the sky, like practically praying to God at one point. It was just like feeling I'm pretty sure we feeling the spirit. It was a spiritual experience. Leaving it was it was a spiritual experience. And at that time, and still to this time, he's known to be such a narcissist. But when you go to a show, it is anything but that. Like, let me tell you some highlights from the show. 
he had the entire arena chanting his name. This was at Staples Center, okay? Sta- it was Staples Center. It wasn't Crypto.com Arena. It was Staples Center. It but, was like, doesn't out. everybody chant the artist's name? Like, when they're there, they all do that. So no, I hear you. But that's listen not that impressive. No, listen to where I'm going, you Kanye hater. <laughs> okay. Oh. I'm not listen a Kanye to, hater. I'm just saying where I'm like, everybody does that. Everyone gets their names chanted for sure when you go to a show. Yeah. He had his name chanted, and he directed all of it to God. Okay, now what whoever, whatever you believe in, the That's humbleness, powerful. the humbleness of directing all that energy and praise to something else that is other than you, that is higher than you, to not take those chants. He didn't want those chants for himself. He directed it somewhere else. And that was like such a beautiful moment in that moment. And to see a arena full of people go crazy when Jesus walks came on. That was crazy. And remember, no one raps about Jesus. No one raps, raps about God. There's no rapper c- coming out with spiritual content of any kind that I could think of right now. This guy had an arena go crazy when that song dropped. Adam, you remember that? Yeah, actually. I mean, I'm, you're not I'm, Catholic. You don't believe in Jesus or anything, but you could yeah, appreciate the moment. But you could appreciate the moment, right? Yeah, but that doesn't mean like, I don't, you know. Anyway, the thing is, it's crazy. I was just thinking like, it's crazy how you you still remember that, you know, because I oh, don't, I don't so remember powerful. him. I don't remember him directing it to God, but it, it does sound like, like, yeah, it sounds correct. But, um, it was powerful. And then, yeah, and man, then that so, moment was powerful. And dude, it was, just, I do it remember was when Jesus walks dropped everyone. Yeah. Like, and it almost is like seamless. Like he, it was that moment. And then Jesus walks came on, like almost like he had planned for everyone to be chanting right. his name at, <laughs> at that moment. And then he's like, no, 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 it's for God. Right. And then Jesus walks drops. Right, like yeah, that was, it was just type of magical type shit, you know. Great, great show, great show. Who's you guys' favorite performance? Because that by far really is like if I if I had to see one show or relive a show that I have gone to, I would I would do that. I would uh, do that. There's there's one group that you know I constantly go back. Just went in February. Uh, I feel like every year I go, um, but insane clown costume. Like I just love. ICP. I love the soda. I love the the theatrics. I love the the intros. I love the sh- like. I love knowing what type of shirt I'm gonna wear when I'm going. You know, just be like, oh, this is the dope shit I'm gonna wear. I'm gonna rock this dope shit. Everyone's gonna see like, oh, dope shirt. I just love the whole kind of experience when I go. It's more than just the show. It's uh, when I see your it really video, is a community. It is. Yeah. It really is, yeah. You guys are tight. When I when I see the videos that you post when you go to these shows, it looks like a spring break girls gone wild almost like Dude. crazy shit. They're like, like you posted a video where they were throwing shit in the audience. I don't know, and your video yeah. literally stops because I think you're like getting fucking hit in the head with something. But like it just looks crazy. Yeah. They're they're like throwing alcohol or water in the audience. The they're throwing soda. shit. People are going crazy. Is that what it is? Soda. Yeah. And like so, you had to stop, you had to stop filming because like you probably had to cover your head. They, aim, they, aim, for, they aim for you, like they if you were holding the camera up, they'll aim for your camera and try to hit it out of your hand. I got well, on you know, stage. You know what's funny show. is I I needed to say, I wanted to say this for those watching, but for those not uh, being able to watch, your hair you got like an alfalfa thing going right up, right? I see it. So like so like I've I've noticed that from the beginning of the show, and I feel like that's just at like you're a mark right there. Like if you went to an 
insane clown posse show right now yes. you're getting a, a soda bottle thrown the right at your face it's just like <laughs> I've, I've been hit i've been hit with it i've definitely been hit you know and and it's all good you know it's not it's not the end of the world it's you just yeah. grab it and throw it back you know and that's it that reminds me i've never seen stevie aoki i'd love to see aoki because he cakes uh, people that's his thing he cakes people i'm not even big on his music but his shows look amazing his shows look crazy his documentary on netflix like hyped him up to me to make me want to go to go see him and i live in vegas like we got to make that happen for sure yeah what was the last show you guys went to man <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. It's been a long time. It was the Sid and Malia's show. Hey, yeah. Was that the last show? Wow. That was the last show in like twenty nine. No, twenty seventeen. Damn. Damn. A long five time. years. Damn. Or twenty eighteen. I don't know. No. But it yeah, was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good. I mean, that was a good show. Sid was cool. Her opener, Malia, was like this underground act, and she was like amazing, dude. She played the guitar; it was so vibey. Like so she good. was, she was great. Amazing. I'd love to see Janae Aiko. Speaking of vibey, that's someone who is high on my list, and it would be cool if I get Big Sean with her. A Janae Big Sean show that would be that would be sick. That would be so good. I do it, boy. <laughs> you know, Alexis, who's who's your favorite performance? So I would say my best experience was with Clark and we went to see Fallout Boy and Paramore. Wow, okay. And it was just amazing. It was just amazing. It was like a lot of throwbacks for us from middle school, but like we were on like the lawn at the Irvine Amphitheater and it was outside and everybody was just like smoking joints. And there was this old guy next to us. He was like in his 60s. And he was like <laughs> passing us joints. We were like 21, 22 at the time. And it was just a good time. Never mind. Never mind. It's a great venue. I know. Festivals. Such you a know good venue. Place. Yeah. I, I love that place. It's awesome. I wish Me too. more people went. Did, did they close it? I heard they closed, I heard they closed it down. Mm -hmm. I heard they closed it and then opened it. Oh, that's good. Right? Like, it was closed for a I while, and then they opened it back up. I don't know. I could check. But they did close okay. it for a while. Uh, right. Favorite venues? You guys have a favorite venue? Hmm. For me, it's the Observatory in Orange County. That's my favorite Definitely. venue. It, it, it's like almost a perfect space to be intimate, but still big at the same time. Right. And I've seen so many good shows there that it's like, just holds sentimental value for me. Definitely. Uh, the observatory is, is up there, but also, I also like uh, the Grove and it's uh, right there. Disney kind of, it's a very nice, clean, I don't know, just clean fucking I feel. I feel clean when I go there. I don't know. I feel, <laughs> feel safe. Been there. I feel safe. <laughs> That's saying something because you're a dirty ass. That's good. I am dirty. You know, I did I did want to mention like festivals without music, like uh like the SantaCon, you know? Well SantaCon? Well no, there's you're trying to get more road, toys. Like uh you like would... the the Battaglia di Divino, where it's a festival where they just throw wine at each other. You know what I'm saying? It's in Italy, they just throw wine as the weapon oh. or and oh. it's just <laughs> streets are, are filled with people and they're all 
wearing oh. shirts covered with wine, you know, and and I'd rather just... go to Mardi Gras. <laughs> well, Mardi Gras would be dope. I would love to go to Mardi no, Gras. No, so. I mean, why? That sounds fun. That sounds fun. But getting wine thrown at you, I guess, is yeah. cool. For sure. mm. I mean, I'd rather try to drink the wine. Or like the International Sand Sculpture Festival, you know, which is okay. uh, sand sculptures, and they they light them up. You know, they put LED lights all up in them, and they make them look dope. And it's just, it's like Christmas. It's like that Christmas sounds- on the beach, man. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of cool, you know? And uh, another festival I'd like to go to without any music is the Albuquerque International Balloon Fiesta. Is where all you the- have a fucking list. Yeah. You wow. have quite balloon. the list. That's a, hot, that's a hot air balloon? Right? Hot air balloon. It's, no, no, not just a hot air balloon. It's, it's the most uh, concentrated gathering of hot air balloons. So everybody's up in a hot air balloon, you know, at the same time. And they're probably all bumping music in the air. You know what I'm saying? That'd be cool. I, that's what I would wow. do. I, I have my little. Are you taking your little dog with you up there? In my in my little backpack. Taking. You know, oh backpack. no. Well, you know what you were mentioning. I'm I'm bringing it back to music because I don't got any other festivals on my on my mind. But I would like to go to Burning Man. All that Burning shit you Man. were mentioning kind of led Man. me to like Burning Man is kind of yeah. like a alternative kind of festival, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Is there yeah, music Burning at Burning Man? Man? There's music at Burning it, Man, right? It's not the focus of it. You know, it's not. It's, it's not, right? not the focus, right? It's, they light uh, shit on fire, and it's more of like an artistic dance right. around the fire expression, right? Kind of shit, I, right? I and like, and, and yeah, and be rugged like out there in the desert the and drugs. barter. Right from what I'm hearing, is big barter system. Sex. Drugs and orgies and stuff. Right, right. Sex. Yeah, well, you know who I want to see, though, too? I want to give a little special shout-out to Mac Miller. Mac Miller is someone I would love to see live. And I missed out on seeing Mac Miller live. And Alexis, that's Mac. Alexis, her favorite artist is Mac Miller. And she showed me the genius to Mac Miller. I was always a fan of his, but she really like allowed me to dive into his artistry of Mac. Can you speak to Mac? You've seen him live, right? Yeah. I mean, it makes me so sad that he's gone, but uh, so talented. My favorite, my favorite. He could play drums, piano, guitar, his voice, his rapping, everything. I feel like you can connect whether you're partying you're down, you're happy, you're making money, whatever. Yeah. So I think that's just, I don't know, he's a very well-rounded artist in my opinion. And so so sad to see such a young talent go at a young age. And I had to break that news to you. It was super, I, I definitely cried hysterically at work when I found out he was gone. Yeah. And so uh, that was- he, pre- he practically predicted his death. Right, like pretty much, yeah. He had that rap line, right, where he said, I hope the drug dealer doesn't sell me bad stuff and I don't want to join the 27 club. 27 I don't, club. I don't know the exact how he rhymed it and how the lyric was, but he literally pretty much said, Do not sell me bad drugs. So I die at 27, and he died at 27. That's exactly what happened. He died. It's, that's exactly how it happened. He said something it's so like, sad, tragic. He had a line like something about an OD. He says, uh, What's uh What's a guy without a without a G, uh, a little OD kind of thing? Like I don't know, man. Like uh, yeah, yeah, he, he just very, yeah. He what's very, a guy without an OD? You know, what's a guy without a G? Just a little OD, you know, yeah. something yeah, like yeah. that. Something like that. Where yeah, and it just seemed very that, pro- like he was prophesizing, you know, like that. Yeah, it's very cryptic. 
You know, it's just super sad about Mac Miller. It does make me sad every single time I talk, I listen to it, listen to yeah. his music or see his video. Um, and I'm not even that big of a fan, you know. But just the fact that it's such a sad story. And then you look at, like, his partner, like, um, what's his damn name? Rock, he did that rock star song. What's, what's, I can't think of his name. Uh, white boy with the eyelids sleep. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I wasn't aware he had a partner. To me, Mac Miller no, was yeah, his solo best friend, act. right? Wasn't it? Or his friend? Uh, he did a rock star with uh, Twenty One Savage. You know what I'm talking about? Thank you. Uh, I don't know. Oh my god! I don't know. Mac Miller's dope. And uh, a secret about the show right now is we've all been babysitting a shot, and we poured some shots out. Yeah, we have been babysitting. Sh- I, want, I do want to take a shot right now. Not just for Mac, but for all the artists that I would have loved to see that are no longer are gone. Are gone. Are taking shots for okay. Who all would right. you want to see that's gone? Oh man, for me, well, one Tupac. I would love to. I'd love to see Tupac. Post Malone's still alive, bro. That's what, what I was talking about. I was talking about Post Malone. You know, oh, that's Post Malone. Okay, okay. Who's gone? But who's gone that you could see? I want to see Tupac, but I'll get that out of the way. I want to see. I would love to see Nipsey. I would have loved to see Nipsey. Nipsey yeah. was another one that was gone. That's super tragic story. I, I would love to see Nipsey hustle live by far. So cheers. How guys. are you, Adam? Oh, I did it already. Um, oh. I mean, cheers. Um, oh. <laughs> let me think. I need a little bit of time. What about you, Lex? Okay. Uh, okay. Well, Nirvana. Definitely. Definitely. Because. Mac Miller, I've seen, but I would love to see him again. And Tupac, you already said, I would love to see Tupac over Biggie. Tupac over Biggie. Yeah. I'd love uh, to see Biggie, but yeah, Tupac. Over. But Nirvana, out of, after all of that, Nirvana. Kurt Cobain, for sure. I'd like, I'd like to see, uh, unfortunately, I'd like to see Pop Smoke. Uh, who I think yeah. is like, yo, man. He was on the come up. so incredible. You know, his voice is so incredible. And it's just sad, heartbreaking. Yeah. So, Horrible, man. So yeah, yeah possibly. Well, rest, rest, rest in, peace, in peace, all the ones, all the artists we lost. With the blue tank shot gloves, too. Um, yeah. Uh, another another artist, though, I want to mention is It's, you know, he's that, he's that. So he's still alive. Let's just make that clear. Yes. But yeah, he the, is baby, alive. the baby, the baby will be a dope show. Yeah, no, I he's just, just don't that, want people to hear so this and be like, "Yeah, no, no, he's gone? so controversial." You know, <laughs> Wait, like where the baby's dead. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, the no, baby he is. is con- yeah. Baby's pretty awesome. You know, just just his his vibe on the internet. It's just the duh, baby. Duh, yeah. baby. You know who else is sick? Who's sick? I didn't want to forget it. You mentioned my Wu Tang shot glass in my hat. Wu Tang's dope as a group, but fucking Method Man. Oh, yeah. Method Man is a oh, motherfucking yeah. legend. Method Man's got so much charisma. He gets oh, yeah. down on the mic. Oh, he gets yeah. so crazy. He's got the jams. And a spectacle to see is this man is like 6'6". Six, six. How, how tall do you think Method Man is? Method like Man seven is tall. Foot. He's like 7 foot tall. <laughs> okay. He's like 7 let's call foot him, 6. Let's call he's him Kevin six, Durant. Bro. I don't think he's that tall. but and, and he's big now. He came out skinny, but Method Man's big now. This guy walks... On the crowd, he doesn't crowd yeah. surf. He walks on he his calls shoulders. It, he on calls his shoulders. it the meth. He calls it the meth walk. Shoulders or even their hands, <laughs> even their hands. People put their hands up, 
and he'll walk on their hands. They'll, they'll put, and he's standing on top of them, and yeah, he is literally walking on the crowd. Okay, rapping, rapping, coming with the Rap, cow. Like not even, not even dropping a sweat. Not dropping a sweat. Just kind of cool, same cool method man. Just like you would never know he was on unstable ground, but he is. You know, like yeah. just ah. Uh, method man is so sick, so sick, lad. Man, it's the roots. The Roots crew. You and I, Adam, we went and saw The Roots on New yeah, Year's. Right. And I didn't yeah, know if right. it was going to be a busy show. It's New Year's. It People may be hung over. It's New Year's Day. Not New Year's Eve, but New Year's Day. And we got there early, right? And shows never start on time. Like, what the fuck show starts on time? I've never been to a show that starts on time other than The Roots. The Roots started right on time. And by the time we got there, it was already packed all the way to the back. To the all back, There yeah. was no chance getting to the front. And they put on such an amazing show. And Quest Love, Quest Love the drummer. Do you remember this? Quest Love the drummer had a beat battle. They brought some guy on stage that had like uh, the little beat box, right? The little mm -hmm. machine where you can make the beats and shit. And this guy's good. He's making beats right there on the fly. Dope drums. And Quest Love is battling with the drums. It was sick. It was so good. Yeah. And they had like they had like live instruments like saxophones yeah. and trumpets and shit on stage and it was phenomenal, phenomenal. The, I I could see why they're on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon because they are the best band out there. Best legendary band Roots crew, legendary Roots crew. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. To me, that show was it was I. Like, <laughs> I I mean you know like to me I was just it wasn't that great just because we were so far in the back and it's just. Close. Well, I mean, you you like you like high energy shows, which is nothing yeah. wrong with that. That and they're not necessarily that, right? They're not they're not gonna throw soda at you, and you're not necessarily gonna get girls showing their titties off at the Roots show. What? It's more what? it's more of a more of a conscious <laughs> hip hop. Yeah, but you know who who does have a dope show? Who's who's very underrated? Is Snow the product. Snow the product yeah. is an awesome live show. Like that chick is just she was sick. Insane energy. You saw her together? Yeah. That was for my birthday. We went to a snow product show on my birthday at the observatory. So many of these great moments happened at the observatory. But she was she was she was fun. She was live. She was a good rapper, good underground female rapper. If you don't know her, Snow the product. She's got some skill, man. She she oh, could no, rap. Know her, man. She's not underground anymore. She's definitely well. Alexis, mm -hmm. do you know her? Have you ever heard her? Maybe, but never listened to her. You've seen her on, you know, right? You two people, I respect your guys' musical opinions. I was thinking about this. Like, one of my dream gigs, I think if I could have a dream gig, would to be to own a record label and to pick the artists that get signed right. and to put out the music to be an AR, right? And, and what I would do if I had a record label, like Adam. You got a great ear for potential and for talent. Thanks, like you, you do call out a lot of artists Thank before you. they before they get big. I Thank e, you. Like, you did. I mean, you showed me. You actually showed me G Easy before G Easy blew up. Wait, you showed me Ken, You showed me Kendrick Lamar, who's my favorite rapper. He had this song "Far From Here" with Schoolboy Q, mm -hmm. and you showed me that song. And look where TDE's at right now. You have a great ear for potential. Not Thank everything you. you listen to, I'm down with. I'm not going to lie. Hey, I mean, you listen to. Wait, 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 wait. Rewind. Rewind. Yeah. What song did you show Alex from G Easy? Uh, was it uh, Run Around Sue? 
it wasn't even that. It wasn't even that. There was That's one like where... That's like 2012 GEC. No, 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 no. Or okay, 2011. Let me grab my phone. He showed yeah, me a like... different... You showed me a different song. It wasn't Run Around Sue. That was a mixtape. It was, it was off a mixtape because it was mixtape G Easy. That's what I'm saying. Adam called him out before he blew up. He said he was going to blow up. That's when I found G Easy was the run around Sue phase. I, that song just hit me like right here. Mm-hmm. This is my, who is this dude? Like, who is this guy? And mm-hmm. I just followed all this. And then he just got famous and I was like, awesome. And then he got way famous. He got too famous. And I was like, I can't fuck with him. Screw out there. I've yeah, seen GEZ like you know? four times. That's someone I want to see. Do you see? How is his show? Is he a good rapper? So like, good. Is, so good. With it? So good. I've seen him. It's been a while since I've seen him, but the few times I have seen him, yeah, consistent. I found it. It was it was the outsider. It was the outsider. Mm, I didn't like that song. Yeah, but because it's you know what. So where I was going with this whole me own a label, Adam has the potential, but Alexis has the ear for a star. Like if you could please Alexis, you are a superstar. The the woman is hard to please. She really, (laughs) she loves, like when it comes to her music, she's super critical. She's a little biased to like Drake and shit. Like Drake could release anything and she'd be like, that's fire. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, right. But I, I would come dope. to you at. I would come to you. You'd get the potential. You'd be my ear to the streets. But Alexis would help me. I'm find the that final star. You would help I, me. I'd, I'd gather them all up. I'd gather them up. And yeah, I mean, I, I would sign. I'm the things. final opinion. No, what it is, is, yeah, you are the final opinion. But what it is is, I'm only going to spend like marketing money on the artists you tell me to spend marketing money on. That's that's what I'll push. But you got that. You got that here. <laughs> well, thank you. I mean, I appreciate that compliment. And honestly, that's something I've been. I'm. That's the type of compliment I've been looking for you for fucking ten fucking years, man. I yeah, swear to God, I mean you're not you're not always that. on point. Like with we it. always we always, always have on. these we always have these music battles in the car, like trying to be like, all right, now listen to this one. And I'm like, look at it, see, like, does he dig it? Does he dig it? You know what I'm saying? And you know, uh, I feel like you do the same. Or we'll send like YouTube videos back and forth. You know, like we'll send YouTube videos, and you're like, I'm not even gonna listen to that one just because I know it's. it's it's some crazy ICP shit. I'm like fucking. You know? It's like but. sometimes I'll send you one one song because I think it's dope. But like I know I'm gonna about I'm about to get five songs back. Yeah, that I don't because like. I listen to your song. <laughs> and I'm like, like, All right, <laughs> now you like. listen to my song. You know, no, like, you, now you, you hear my shit. Some, you know, you know who else you called <laughs> out actually is Iggy Azalea, and not that she's huge. She yeah, actually yeah. got to a big time level. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying she's Everyone like super talented. It. But you were listening to Iggy like on the underground scene as yeah, well. Yeah, like you. I was to on, our, on a pussy mixtape. Like I was, <laughs> I was about that white girl shit. I was like, yeah, about this Iggy Azalea. Now she's she's still dope, you know. Yeah. See, I love like '90s underground hip hop, but when it comes to new school, I don't know how to search for underground hip hop. That's where you. That's where like you SoundCloud. really are uh, underground. Uh, SoundCloud. It's all about SoundCloud. Like Marlon Craft is the MC that I'm all about right now. It's just so. Yeah. That kid is good. Marlon Craft is good. Thank you. Yeah, he is dope. He's very dope. You know, I just like his vibe. You know, he's got this. He's just jazzy, like very cool, very Mm -hmm. laid back, but still hood as fuck. Just New York, you know, like New York game. Very easy. Does he? Does he? Does he play Quidditch? (laughs) When I hear Marlon Craft, he sounds like a Harry Potter character to me. Like I. 
I feel like he's got some like magical. It's the craft. It's, it's the craft. Like a, a name like Checkmate. It's something yeah. like Checkmate. If you think about it, it's kind of like it's in that same vein of, you know, it's he's like something about you know Marlin. I don't know what Marlin means, but like Marlin, it's craft. I don't know. Maybe Marlin means something. He's like, cool. Like, he is dope. He's got some good music videos. Yeah, he's got good music. All right. But yeah. So, if yeah. we were to have one one question I'd love to ask people to get an idea is if you were going to have a concert, you're going to throw a concert, okay, and you could get any three acts to, to come to your show and to do this show for you. You're going to throw a big bash. You got three acts. Who's your opener? Who's the middle act? And who are you going to close the show with? All right. Okay, so who's your opener? Who's your middle act? And who you're going to throw? You're going to close the show with. This is your party. You got your name blasted all over it. This is a huge event. Yeah, Wild so, shindig. I, I feel like, so we got, I would have a, uh, I would like to have like a, you know, a party slash shindig slash event where the opener would be Yellow Wolf and Caskey, you know, as a, okay. as a group. You know, tandem. And then the mid would be, uh, would be Cypress Hill. Ooh. And then the last closer would be Everlast. Okay. Mm. I you know what I'm shocked by that answer, dude. That's actually that sounds like a fun show. I would go to that show. I yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I I would go to that show. Yellow Wolf and Caskey, they're pretty wild. I like they're they got they got a good back and forth between them. Like they mesh together real well. Uh Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill's actually I would love to go see. I've never seen them live. I would love to see Cypress live. And then Everlast, really? I love Everlast. Man. Everlast got music for days, though. Like he's got hip hop for days. He's got music for days. It's just uh, I heard an interview where he he doesn't even write his songs down. You know, it's all off his off his. Everything is in his head. It's all that's cool. Saved in his head. You know, and it's and the way he remembers music, it, the way he explained it, it's just the same. So yeah, I love Everlast. It's dope. Do they still make music? He, he, yeah, he does still make music. They're wow, everlasting. They're everlasting. Oh, Hello. True. They're everlasting. They will yeah, never not right. make You're right. You're right. Everlasting. everlasting. Alexis, what's your concert? Am I going to want to buy a ticket? Okay. Am I this is a hard question. And it's I like, what vibe know. are you trying to set, right? But like, I need to know. So between the opener, the middle and the end, who's getting the most time? Who's there, like so the end, the end gets the most I time. I would say I would say the closer always gets the most time, but for the sake of just having fun and having a fun show, let's just say they all get the same amount of time. Because same in this in this time. okay in this dream scenario, right? We're not like the opener is a great it could be a great act. And we're not saying the opener is any less of an act than the closer. It's just maybe how you want to set the mood. You know, how do you want to start your show and how you want the show to end? All right. So mine's going to be opener Nirvana. Nirvana re redoing the MTV Unplugged in 1994. That's what I want as okay, my opener. Specifically, I want that session. And then Iconic I want, session. Yes. And then I want Britney Spears as my middle and I want Mac Miller to end it. Oh, nice. 
Nice, Britney Spears. I like Britney Spears. You go. You're, is, it, is Britney Spears? I want, going, like, is Britney we, doing the I want three different genres. Three different. I like genres. it. Okay, so that's I where want you're going with it. You want alternative, some rock, emo, whatever Nirvana you want, grunge, whatever Nirvana is. Yeah. Britney pop, and then Mac Miller, hip hop, rap, R and B, whatever you want to call him. I like. Yeah, it. I would like to hear like a mashup of those three groups, like a mashup, <laughs> right? You know, like Imagine. a Nirvana acoustic Nirvana with Mac Miller rapping verses and Britney on the ver- on the on the chorus kind of thing. Like, yeah, that would be interesting. Uh, so awesome. I'm just trying. I'm like envisioning the transition from Nirvana to Britney Spears. Like, it's a lot of emotions. Okay, that's a lot an emotional roller coaster for me. Would you buy a ticket, Alex, to that show? Yeah, of course. I would I'd spend. Whatever I can I'd for that show. Well, <laughs> I mean, whatever it takes. She's got one of my artists. She actually has one of my artists too. She has, well, I, I should say I, I have one of her artists. Yeah, it's Mac Miller. It's my so artist. mine, mine, Mac Miller's opening my show for me. I want Mac Miller to open it up because he's got. We already talked about. It. He's got those cool vibes, man. He's got those cool vibes. People relate to him. Instrumentals. He's instrumentals he's got a little something for everybody you know what i mean and he's just fun to listen to he could sing he could I rap i didn't realize we were talking about like like people that have passed you know because if people that everybody passed, I, want, I want michael everybody. jackson you know like I'd, I'd like to have michael jackson open the show you know so who, like, okay so you know? wow open michael you're gonna open, open with michael open the show with michael yeah dog. Okay. well you said everyone gets the same time so right yeah no i know i know for sure well, uh, right just about that. you know just because when Michael comes on, that's when everyone busts their nut. And it's just like, it's hard to follow Michael. It's hard to follow Michael Jackson. You know, so I'll say this. If it's, if it shouldn't be an old ages show. <laughs> Ooh, awkward. Come on, it, shouldn't be, it shouldn't Why be an old ages show. We'll, we'll leave that, that to Travis then, anyway, Scott. We'll leave that to mid, Travis the Scott. Mid, the mid would be R. Kelly. Oh, you're sweet. Oh, wow. I'm joking. You're switching your whole show up. No, 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 no. no. Just molesters. So if you're putting, hold on. So if you're putting Mike Jackson, then you're taking, you're taking out, you're taking out, uh, Caspian. Caspian, And, uh, Yellow. I was was just kind of joshing, bro. So Mac Miller's opening my show. Okay. My middle is Sublime. Ooh, give me some blood. I, I think that is a nice. I think that is a nice transition. Yeah, I was That's debating between one. Bob Marley. I was debating between Bob Marley and Sublime because I really wanted. Way. I really wanted something cool in the middle. Some people could vibe out to, smoke out, sing along to. You know what I mean? I got Mac Miller opening them up, and now I got Sublime riding them, and then to end it. I got champagne, Poppy. I got Drake. I got Drizzy. Ooh. He's got he's I'll got some <laughs> he's got something for everybody. He makes all kinds of music. He's a big star. And then not only can he sing and you can vibe out, but then you could just fucking go wild to one of his one of his club songs and just go hard to that shit, right? Like I think Drake got something for every everybody, and I think that's what makes him the the biggest artist we've seen in the wild. Not best rapper, not best singer, just the, one of the biggest artists we've seen so long. Yeah, and it's definitely between him and Kanye because Kanye makes music for everybody too. What but about Justin I, Bieber, I, man? Justin but Bieber, I would I go like with Drake. Been on this vibe, you know, like this kind of Justin Bieber's kind of been on this Drake-ish yeah. vibe. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I would gonna... see Justin. I would see Justin Bieber. I'd see the Biebs. I'd see. Mm-hmm. You know who I'd see? I'd see Beyonce. Actually, I'd see Beyonce. And I'm oh. not a Beyonce. I'm not a Beyonce fan by any means. Like not a huge Beyonce fan. 
I'm not a hater, but uh, I remember when Shakira and J-Lo did the Super Bowl, right? And it was, like, so much fun. Like, that show was awesome. It was so much fun. And I said that it was the best Super Bowl show I've ever seen. And Alexis, again, with her superstar eye and ear for talent, but she was, she corrected me and she said, you haven't seen Beyonce's. So then I watched Beyonce's Super Bowl halftime show. And if you haven't watched it, YouTube that show, okay? You just got to respect entertainment at its highest level and execute it at its highest level. I see where the Bayhive <laughs> I see where the bay half goes. You know, I, I know why she's got so many followers. That woman. Whew, when Destiny's wow. Child came out. That was it. That was it. That's. Mike that, drop. That was, so that was long it. Ago. Done. Child was so long. But oh, that the Super Bowl. Comeback, you talking about the Super Bowl. That reunion. Yes. At the oh, Super yeah. Bowl. I remember. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember. Yes. Nobody expected it. And it was right. the best surprise everybody needed and it was amazing they killed it they fucking killed it yeah but imagine if you were those girls didn't one of them trip didn't one of them trip she did right i don't know i don't remember it i don't know i remember the the performance the fashion the lights the camera the smoke the everything it was so it. good she killed, killed it, it. She, Why did she and she's dancing and she's dancing like crazy too. Like to do that and dance at the same time and heels, like, you know what I mean? I trip when I'm walking around the house in my Nike flip flop slides sometimes. Like, I just, it'll like, she catch got the a, weave, the makeup, the corset, the outfit, the, the heat, the nervousness, the heels. Yeah. You know There's what another so many factors? You know what another great performance is? And RIP to their drummer because they were on my list of bands I want to see, but I'm not sure if they're if they're you know will even stay a band after this. Is the Foo Fighters? The Foo Fighters seem like just yeah. They seem to the be on another did, level than David other Cole? bands. Wasn't they're they're no David Cole's the the lead singer. Drummer. Yeah, but their drummer recently passed away, and they're making a movie where David Grohl sacrifices his drummer. In the movie, it's like a Slayer movie. He sacrifices the drummer, I believe, to like just gain more fame or superstardom. And then his drummer actually passed away. He and talks that, about this in his um, Hot Ones interview. Yeah. How Shout out, this, is what, this is what I'm working on, blah, blah, blah. This is the movie. Days later, I swear it was like days later, it was. we yeah, heard it was. the drummer Taylor passed away and we still don't know why or how I don't, yeah i don't know i would love to see him but if you youtube them what's their main song i'm so bad with song titles but you know what song i'm talking about Alexis, right? everlong what's everlong. the song what's the youtube performance that you and i watch like over and over again everlong everlong, everlong. youtube everlong performance i think it was at wembley stadium so that's like you have to watch the whole thing it's like a definition of what a rock star is it's like a rock star yes. fucking performance like you know who you know who i um would have liked to see i saw when they first i saw them when they first first started that when they opened up for the cottonmouth kings they they were opening up for the cottonmouth kings lincoln park i saw lincoln park yeah, back oh. in yeah that, that would have been a good one that would have been a good one it's uh they were huge. 
they well they got him but i saw them when they were nobodies you know like they were they were the opening acts and just the way they shot up man from that one now meteora yeah or hybrid theory i'm sorry hybrid theory it was yeah they were a great band They're still they were dope band, you know? yeah they were dope they were dope all right guys i think i think we covered a lot here it makes me want to go to a show hopefully my back could stand up all right yeah on that uh, note on that note, we'll, we'll take it to the lyrical miracle. We like to do this every oh. episode, Alexis. We like to just dissect a song lyric because we love song lyrics so much. Give it a little bit of wisdom. And I got a song lyric picked out. It's actually kind of based on the power of being on stage. It, it, it kind of personifies it. So this is readings from Don't Say Nothing. This is from the Book of the Roots. You, you heard me mention the Roots. I love the Roots, more specifically the MC Black Thought. He says, ain't nothing like a Russia get in front of the band on stage with the planet in the palm of my hand. When a brother transformed from a non anonymous man to the force crush whoever might have thought I was playing. Let me say it again. Let me say it again. All right. Ain't nothing like I, the rush I get in front of the band on stage with the planet in the palm of my hand. When a brother transformed from an anonymous man to the force crush whoever thought I was playing. I, I love it. He's saying it. that I love the music, it. so the music and this, and being in front of the band, with the band, in front of the band, yes. gives him the power of the world in his hands, and it turns yeah. him from this anonymity random of any, dude, any just man, a regular guy, fucking earth destroyer, crusher, fucking into a master force. Of, of, yeah, all right, it's cool. I like it. I think to me that like rap it. lyric it personifies what it feels like to be on stage. You got the planet in the palm of your hand. You got people eating from the palm of your hand. It's crazy. Yeah. And that actually reminded me real quick. I don't want to go this whole show and not give J. Cole his love because J. Cole was a sick ass MC as well. Exactly. Yes, we love we've J. Cole. We've seen J. We Cole. Love J. J. Cole. And I, I say that because like I always tell people J. Cole had people eating from his hand. That guy, if, if he told you to jump on your left leg and put your right hand in the air, everyone would do it. That's how much of an MC and master of the ceremony J. Cole was. Yes, J. Cole was Believe a good was show, that. for sure. Show. This was a good show. I had fun. Alexis, thanks again for joining us. Thank you, Alexis. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, Thank you for having up. me. We'd love to have Woo. you. All right, Thank guys. You we guys. love y'all. Make sure to keep checking in with Capture Culture. This wraps up this episode of Capture Culture. Thank you so much for listening. We truly appreciate it. If you'd like to check out more content, check us out on Instagram and YouTube at Capture Culture Podcast. Thanks again. Stay blessed at your best and with a solid flex. Peace.